0: hello hello and welcome to the embody your soul podcast i am your host alexandra shelley also known as the modern medium and the mission of this podcast is to create a sacred space for us all to tap in and discover how we can connect to our divine self embody our soul through spiritual connection and best practices if you are new here thank you so so much for finding me And if you are a regular listener, thank you so much for coming back every week, every other week to listen in on The Magic. And if you haven't already, make sure to give this podcast a follow and share with your friends, your family, your loved ones. Definitely make sure to give me a follow on Instagram at themodernmedium underscore and on TikTok for a little extra fun at themodernmedium underscore. And of course, when you feel ready and feel called to book a private reading with me or learn more about my mentorship programs, simply go to my website at themodernmedium.co where you can book readings and you can also book discovery calls to ask me any questions. And this is where we can really iron things out within 15 to 30 minutes. Oh, hello, you guys. I am currently my mom's living room. I am sitting at my favorite spot is right by the window and it is in these really beautiful little bubble chairs. It is also um, joined by some rain. It is during this supposedly really wild wild week of storms and I'm also sitting with my bff my dog tommy if you haven't followed me or you do not follow me on instagram every time i'm home i take a selfie with him we're just it's just a tradition now but anyways i'm sitting next to him as he's sleeping and my heart is bursting i am also recording this the day after my beautiful 28th birthday I feel so elated. I feel so wonderful. And I feel so unbelievably grateful for, honestly, my my most prominent thought and really the feeling of gratitude came from the fact that I got to wake up on Wednesday morning and enjoy my birthday. And without having the nagging thought of, oh shit, I have to go back to work tomorrow or, oh my God, I have to get this done. I am now living my purpose. I am now pursuing and building my my business and my my life's work and my craft and my own beautiful empire. And it's just amazing that I am so fortunate and my heart is just so happy and I got beautiful messages, not only from old friends and family, but I also got messages from new friends, new friends that I have connected with within the year. And God, it was just amazing. I am just so, so happy. Now, I am wanted to do an episode a solo episode that was really about kind of that classic episode that podcasters do that is talking about the life lessons they learned. but they do sometimes the number of life lessons equivalent to their age and I don't have time for that first of all second of all I just really felt called to do this and share this because as much as I love having really beautiful, intimate, expansive conversations with guests, but also with any topic that I feel can really help you and guide you on your spiritual journey and awakening, I also want to get real with you because I'm human and I love connecting with you all in this way. And I think it's so important to just really build a relationship that is just not, I'm not on a pedestal. I'm just a freaking human being that farts and I am weird and I have bad hair days and I have shitty days. I also have amazing days and I'm not any more special than everyone else is just because of the work I do. Now, I love to share these out of, you know, love and just humor, not taking life too seriously, but also year 27 was a huge year for me. That was the year where I, that's where this really launched. I've been working with Spirit and I guess working up to this point for many, many years, I suppose my whole life. And then in 2018, that's when it started for real. And then 27 was a year of remembrance, a year of remembering who I am and what this work is and meeting my soul family, like really, really connecting with my soul family and really stepping into my role as a leader, as an entrepreneur, as a medium, as a practitioner, as a healer. It's just wild. And I, I'm just so, so grateful. Since I am not doing 28 lessons, because, again, I don't have time for that, but I have 10, which, you know what, 10 is a solid number. I think we can all get behind the number 10. But really, I wanted to do these life lessons that felt really potent, but also I felt could really, I don't know, that they would be nice for you to take away. I really wanted to boil down the important lessons in my life and really, I don't know, bring them in a way that was digestible and for you to remember them. I'm not really sure what else. I just didn't want to do 20. I'm like, no, 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 that's too close to 30. (laughs) Not that I have any problem with being 30. I. I'm actually very excited for 30, but I am really, really just feeling good. I'm sure you guys can hear my voice. I am just very, very calm, very happy. So anyways, let's just get started. I'm also trying my best not to say so and like and um, and because that's just me. I'm not perfect still. Neither is any of us. And... I sometimes try to pause where I'm like, okay, let me see if I cannot fill this in with the filler word, but here I am. So number one, it is okay to be and to feel naive. You do not have to know everything right this instant. And this applies in multiple ways. First off, I found myself really comparing to other practitioners and I was starting to feel ashamed because I didn't know something yet or I didn't understand it or why haven't I done that. I feel so silly. I feel so ignorant. But I'm not. I'm just existing. I'm just existing. I'm just waking up every day as we all do, and learning something new every single day. And that is truly one of the major purposes of life. We're meant to learn. If we weren't learning, we would just, I don't even think we would be a, a living organism. I think every single living organism is taking in information and replicating it, learning, mirroring it so they can use it for their highest good, use it for survival. So, Think about that in like the most simplest terms. If we weren't learning, we probably would just be, I don't even know if we'd be a rock. Like I don't even know we'd be anything living and existing with vibration because even vibration and energy is learning. Vibration and energy is so expansive and so massive that there's no way to really boil it down as to something that isn't infinitely intelligent. And it's just, there's just no way. So be okay with feeling naive and be okay with being a student of life. That's the point. And also naive is a really just soft and beautiful word. It's also really playful. For a while, I would say, Oh, I'm I feel like I've been living ignorance is bliss to really get through traumas. And that was me as a little girl. But then my friend Misha corrected me and she said no Alexandra actually you're just naive and naive is a really beautiful thing and that's where my mindset really shifted around this even this is such a random concept but I think it applies also to everyday life when it comes to being okay with being naive it's okay to be proven wrong it's okay to not get it right every single time It's okay to guess and get the wrong answer. For instance, I know I am sure you also have a guilty pleasure when it comes to trash TV or reality TV, but I love, love is blind, I love... The ultimatum shows like that—they're just so ridiculous. Anything that Nick and Vanessa Lachey are making, I eat it up. And I know my boyfriend is someone who would say, "Oh, do you know who it is, or do you know who's going to get eliminated?" And I'm like, I don't know. Like for some reason, I just don't care enough to know. I care enough to guess. I don't care enough to psychically tap in. I'm cool. With just relaxing back, chilling out, vegging out, and having my my socks be falling off. What? Oh, my God. Having my socks be knocked off. That, that's the right phrase. I'm okay with being proven wrong. I'm okay. I, why? I think there's this, maybe this idea with psychics or practitioners that they just have to always have these intuitive hits or always be right on the money always guessing and I just don't care enough I just don't care that much I'm okay with again being proven wrong I'm okay with just enjoying life and flowing it's cool you don't have to know it all keep learning keep being a student and actually this kind of feeds into and relates to number two. And number two is save your psychic and mediumship energy for your sacred moments, for the people you're serving, for your creative endeavors, for important moments of healing and enrichment and knowledge and learning really saving your energy your sacred energy and again not wasting it on energy or people or any kind of scenario that does not deserve your precious energy like for instance I don't care enough again it kind of relates back to my first point I really don't care enough to be right on like a dating show, if someone gets eliminated or not, because I just don't care enough. Like these dating shows are absolutely bonkers. I, I'm I'm enjoying the ride too. Why not? And also, even when it comes to being in public and just giving readings without permission, I talk about it a lot. It's just really not my jam. It's really unethical. And I am really shocked by the amount of people I have met and they're asking me if I'm sensing anything in the room. And honestly, I say, no, I'm off the clock. Or no, if you want a reading, pay me. Like, I'm not going to give you a reading. I'm not going to give that Joe Schmo a reading. I'm sure they're a great person. I'm just, no, I'm not. And also, even it comes down to I think sometimes conflict. I think when it comes to conflict at times in our own life, we really want to... Oh my God, you guys. I am looking out the window and I see a big, beautiful rainbow. And I'm going to take a photo. This is absolutely amazing. Oh my gosh. I'm going to be right back okay that was a whole moment oh my goodness you guys sorry i just that was wild especially because i realized this rainbow has come almost exactly a year before i was fired from my previous job and the last time I saw a big, beautiful rainbow was on the beach in 2022 when I was horribly lost. I was so beside myself and upset. And I was begging Spirit, please, 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 please show me the way. What do I do? I feel hopeless right now. And they said to go to the beach. And I came upon this big, beautiful rainbow right over the Santa Monica Pier and now I am recording this podcast episode on 10 major life lessons of 27 moving into 28 and I look across the window outside of on the street and I see a big beautiful rainbow and there was a little double one right beside it. Wow. Spirit. (laughs) That is so crazy. Spirit was definitely saying happy anniversary. Happy birthday. (laughs) Oh my God. Sorry, you guys. (laughs) That was definitely a bit of a sidebar, but I really, really had to share this moment with you. Anyways, what an amazing confirmation to keep going for me and to keep serving you in this way. Ah, oh, my heart. Mm, I'm trying to I'm trying to press this big beautiful energy through the screen, through my voice, and to you. So I hope you're feeling it. But, anyways, I am going on to the third one. And we've heard this phrase before, but truly, 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 your body is your temple and if you've known me for a while and if you just started following me I'm sure you already get the memo that I am incredibly disciplined and deeply deeply intentional okay I guess I can't talk I'm very excited deeply intentional when it comes to my health but I am so passionate about food and food as medicine and the food system and just really sourcing the absolute best quality food you can possibly buy. And I have to say I'm 28 and I only am gonna get healthier and stronger and more vibrant. And the fact that this is just the beginning of me feeling fully vibrant is unbelievable. What an absolute gift. And when I have my sessions with my clients, you know, one-on-one, whether it's a reading or it's a mentee, I am always telling them your body is the vessel. Your body is the temple for spirit to speak through, for you to listen and hear your intuition. It is so, so important to take care of your body and to honor it because at least for me and what i've recognized with my health and where it's brought me is it's not just about this sounds so corny and basic but it's truly not just about being quote unquote high vibe and looking good and saying I eat healthy because I eat healthy. But being a medium is a whole experience. It's a full body decision and devotion. The way I eat, the way I interact, the people I have in my life, the way I think, the way I create, the way I live is my active devotion to this practice as a psychic medium and this whole body experience is just the best decision I've ever made and it was the most beautiful realization of really recognizing just also the the principle of if you are inflamed you're not going to feel great if you're eating foods that make you feel crappy if you're drinking water that is dirty You're going to feel crappy, whether that's anxious and moody, you have brain fog, or you have chronic illness, or you are having serious health issues. But as I decide to eat the way I eat and drink certain water and live my life a certain way, this is so I can be the most clearest, beautiful, potent vessel as a human being, as a soul, as a psychic medium, as a channeler, as a leader, as a creator. So I can show up feeling fully vibrant from the inside out, feeling the best I've ever felt. It's also making me realize the fact that I've walked around in this meat suit for 26 odd years feeling really okay, really, really actually not feeling that great. When, yes, of course, I was really passionate about working out and eating healthy, but I really wasn't that healthy. I wasn't, I just wasn't grounded. I wasn't balanced and it's a life devotion and I know it's not easy, but I will certainly say it is way harder and way shittier feeling shitty and I think everyone can attest to that. Even a a random example. One of my best friends was traveling a lot after her wedding and she was getting sick more often because she was traveling so much and she was kind of a nomad with her husband. And she was telling me, yeah, I've really been focusing on eating really high nutrient dense whole foods. And oh, my God, I feel better by the minute. It's so much fun it's so much fun to be creative and it was just so beautiful to hear the tone in someone's voice of the realization of how good you can actually feel the possibility of how good you can feel and the fact that just our body is our one body that we're gonna get it is absolutely stunning. Our body is on our side. It wants us to win. So why hurt it? Why attack it? Not only with food and just poison, but also poisonous thoughts and energy and people. I'm telling you, it is so much more worth it to spend the energy and the effort to eat beautiful, nourishing food, drink clean water move your body, get outside, than to pay for it later. Why wait? Why wait? And there's so many ways that you can begin to take care of yourself. There are so many beautiful Instagram accounts that I follow where I get tips for mental health, for spiritual hygiene, for food, for ways to take care of my hormones, for just tips and tricks. Also to save money too. It's not just about getting this, 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 and this. But the beautiful thing is I'm really learning about these incredibly simple ways to honor your body. Super, super simple. And that's also the beautiful thing is really, really going back to basics. So anyways, I can do as, and I say all the time, I almost want to say every episode, I can do a whole podcast episode on food and nutrition and all that I am manifesting that I will get my holistic nutrition or integrative medicine degree or certificate and whatnot because I need to work this into my practice. I need to. It just just needs to happen. It needs to happen like yesterday. So anyways, I need to move on because we're only on lesson three. So number four, when the challenge isn't worth it, it's not worth it. And this was something I realized when I was, again, I was working my really crappy job. This also relates to a really shitty relationship. This also relates to, again, something where you find yourself expelling lots of energy and effort, and you're really finding a lot of not so much resistance, but it's just not working. Not. Is hitting, nothing is working. And it's not because you're not being innovative. It's not because you're not being thoughtful about it. It's just because it's not aligned. And you know it and you feel it in your body. But you are so deeply intuitive and you are not giving yourself enough credit for it. I bet you. So give yourself the credit that you deserve because you are so powerful. And if the challenge isn't worth it, it's not worth it. And again, whether it is a crappy job or a shitty person in your life or just a shitty situation. However, on the flip side, when something is really crappy, really shitty, you're like, this sucks, but the intention behind it is of your highest good, then of course it's worth it. For instance, I mean, not only am I psychic medium, I am my... IT manager. I have to do the bookkeeping. I have to do all the techie stuff. I have to figure all this stuff out that I'm terrified of is not fun for me. But guess what? I do it because it's absolutely worth it. Because this is my baby. This is my business. This is my life. This is building my empire. This is it. And it's worth it. Or even, you know, when it comes to working through a disagreement with your partner or with your friend or with your family member. Yeah, it sucks. It's not fun. It's awkward. It's shitty. There's weird moments in it where you don't even know what you're doing. But guess what? It's worth it. You don't know what the outcome's going to be, but it's worth it because it's love and we work through love. We put effort into love. We put effort into what is really, really worth it. So number five, this was a huge, huge wake-up call for me. I am the sovereign creator, and spirit is my lighthouse. Another analogy I like to put is I am the driver, and spirit is my team. Spirit is in the passenger seat. They are my seatbelt. They are my steering wheel, there are my wheels, there are everything, there are every kind of beautiful tool for me to safely drive. But at the end of the day, I'm in the driver's seat and I'm controlling the wheel. I have my foot on the pedal. I got this. We are meant to learn the tools, harness the discernment and the discipline and the wisdom from working with spirit, from actively building and tuning in. We are not meant to be puppets. Spirit is not a Google search engine. That is not their purpose. Our team, and this includes God, the universal source, creator, Sophia, whoever you want to call your your heaven homies, your crew, and then the creator, the one beautiful sovereign creator, God, is a collection of sacred guys and friends. But we are not meant to know everything. Again, we are not meant to be puppets to them. We are the sovereign creators of our life. And Spirit and God, they are our lighthouse. Number six, when you step into your soul purpose, I can't emphasize this enough your soul sisters and brothers your soul people will flock to you instantly i i literally connected with my soul sisters within the year within the year 2022 all within the same year and i have a collection of maybe almost 10 and i'm not trying to say oh i have 10 like i'm showing off how many friends i have but just These are my girls that are helping me through this journey of being a psychic medium, of being a leader, of being a practitioner, of being a soul. They have helped me remember who I am and where I've come from. They have helped me become a better human. They have helped me become a better, wiser, more potent practitioner. They have been my greatest teachers. And when you step into your soul purpose, I'm telling you, because community is everything you need people you need your people to learn from learn with you need to also be a teacher to others we are not meant to be on our knees only learning we're meant to be living our lives alongside beautiful people and when you live your soul purpose again it is not fun when you lose those people that you thought were in your soul family But when you actually meet the ones that are part of your soul family, I'm telling you, it is. Wow. It is. I it's it is wild. It defies logic for sure. It defies logic for sure. But I mean, good Lord, what's logic anymore? (laughs) I, I don't know. I'm a very type B person. I am not a realistic, super logical person. And. Of course, don't get me wrong, there are times where I do have to be, I have to use critical thinking and whatnot and be logical, but at the same time, I mean, I guess maybe because I'm biased and I'm in this world now, I'm just like, what is logic? Logic is just a construct. (laughs) And when you reunite with your soul family, it's just a remembrance and they help you remember. You need them to help you remember. And I just can't emphasize that enough. Number seven, if you're proving anything, you have lost the plot. Now, this again, this connects to a few things. Number one, I, for a while, was in the seat of proving myself to my family that I can make it, I can be an entrepreneur, I can be really successful, yada, yada. And recently, I've actually had to step out of that and really ask myself, okay, this is really exhausting. Why am I putting myself in this position that I actually don't want to be in, that I actually look to, and that's the opposite of what I want to be in, because I've watched other family members do that. And... I almost judged them. I would say, what the heck are they doing? Why are they doing that? That's so, what a waste of time. And of course, I am becoming what I was judging, what I was kind of scoffing at. I was falling into the generational cycle of proving oneself to a family member to get their approval, to get their recognition, to get their love. Which, number one, that's not the story anymore. And that's certainly not not the story with my family. My family loves me regardless. They truly want me to be my absolute most beautiful self. And they want me to be happy. And when I was finally confronted with not only in deep reflection and meditation but also confronted by dear friends. I was so ready to get out of this and it feels really good to not even have an ounce of that anymore. I wouldn't say the proving aspect was guiding me for that long but it was definitely there was a piece of me holding on to that there was a piece of me that really had my middle fingers up and saying screw all of you I am going to do it and watch me but now in a couple ways I'm just going to be saying the same thing You can just watch me, but it's not in the proving way. It's just, just watch me. I'm just going to do my thing. I'm just going to live my purpose and it feels really, really good and I'm really excited about it and I'm not going to prove anything to anyone and it also helps, especially if you are not a competitive person because I do not have a competitive bone in my body and it is pretty much useless to get me to feel competitive about anything Of course, I want to be the best of the best and the absolute best version of myself and the most beautiful medium I can possibly be and world-renowned. But also, that is up to me and my journey is so unique. And that's with also everyone in any kind of industry you're in. And this is also something my dad said is he said, yes, I am successful and I've done really, really amazing things and I've accomplished so much. However, there's always going to be someone smarter than me, richer than me, whatever than me, more handsome than me. It just is what it is. And that's life. And I think it's it's kind of the truth. I mean, that's also a very logical way of putting it. But I guess the way I put it and what connects with me a lot deeper is it's just the path to your higher self the path to and along your soul's calling and soul purpose is just incredibly unique and there's no reason to create competition in something that is simply just becoming and simply unfolding i don't know i think competition adds a lot of a lot of excess energy that we don't need, I don't know. I'm just the least competitive person ever. I guess I'm competitive with myself and my goals, but still I'm just not competitive. It's so funny. And especially with my partner, he used to be in professional sports and he's like so competitive and he's also in a job that's really competitive. I'm just like, ah, oh my God, I could care less. I could I don't even know why I said it that way. I could care less. I'll go and eat my eat my coconut vegan ice cream in the corner. I just really don't care. Anyways, <laughs> I feel so relaxed right now. I'm so calm. It's so nice to just sit here and be cozy with you guys and record this episode. So anyways, stop proving yourself and just be and exist and keep drawing closer to you and your soul number eight you actively choose to see magic and once you choose to see it you'll live in it you'll breathe it and you'll experience it every single day and it's as simple as when spirit sends you a sign like an angel number And you get really excited and then you see a million more. And the really beautiful thing about magic is it's most of the time and I would actually say 98% of the time it's really in the ordinary and it could be really simple and it could feel really quiet and that's really the importance of choosing to see the magic For instance, the other day I was driving down to Orange County and I saw the angel number 888 four times and I was really excited, but not even just four times in the whole span of the drive, but I saw it within 15 minutes of each other and I took that as number one. Okay, spirit is screaming at me. They're really, really talking to me and of course even I'm looking at me recording this and of course when I looked at the amount of minutes I was recording this clip for, it was for one minute and 11 seconds. I mean, again, that's really tiny. It's so small. It's one of those things that is really ordinary. So ordinary to the point where it's really easy to brush off. But then when I see that, I'm thinking, okay, spoke those words and spirit gave me that little wink. Like, hell yeah, girl. Absolutely. So choose to see the magic and you'll see it everywhere. You'll see your signs coming to you in these small micro moments. You'll appreciate the sun blasting through your living room or just through your home and it will just fill you with so much joy and gratitude. You'll just hear something. You'll hear the trees rustling in the breeze or in the wind. You'll hear the rain and you'll just feel deeper. You'll experience life just a little It's just a little richer. I'm not really sure how else to explain it, but choosing to also see the magic is just expanding your heart space into gratitude. And something I've told my students and my clients is gratitude is truly the sexiest thing on the planet. I mean, the universe is a slut for gratitude. So keep being gracious and universe and God will just keep bringing it on. Number nine. People who treat others poorly or talk to others poorly think about how they treat themselves and think about how they talk to themselves and it's probably not great and I really learned this lesson it was really interesting my parents were in Europe and they reached out to me and they were saying oh my gosh we met this woman in a taxi And she we were talking about life and we understood that she's also a medium, but she's also delved into other practices and she's really expanded her business. You should totally connect with her. And I, of course, was like, absolutely. Wow. It meant a lot to me that they were networking for me. I'm a voracious networker and connector. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I connected with this person and this person immediately started talking down on me, started talking down on the practice of mediumship, started really just belittling me and I was very hurt and I, you know, ended the phone call and I was just really, really upset. I was just upset with I didn't feel like she took away my worth or made me feel less worthy of my work or less capable, but I was just more hurt of why, how could someone, how could a sister in the practice talk to another person like that how how could they do that that is awful and then it really made me think okay we'll think about how maybe she's been treated in this field and maybe how she even talks to herself and what maybe her thought process of trying to really find the worthiness in her work which is first of all simply her existing and then simply her just Being her and doing her work she doesn't need to do anything else besides being a beautiful psychic medium but she has felt like she needed to tack on all these other things and not because she's like you know I'm sure there is a percentage of being deeply fascinated by other facets but also you know needing to prove themselves and then looking at others who are going on a deeper path of mediumship or another path of mediumship that they weren't able to do or didn't feel like they were supported enough to do they wanted to talk down on and you know I I blocked her I love the blocking feature to be honest it's like one of my favorite things in the world uh, but also it just was really eye-opening it was really eye-opening to how you know wow Imagine how she talks to herself. And that makes me really, really sad. And just even think about a bully, someone who's talking to you. I mean, good Lord, their internal world must be awful. It must be wretched. And how unbelievably sad that is. And this is a line I've quoted a lot. I heard it on Jay Shetty. Jay Shetty repeated it from the beautiful, renowned psychiatrist, Dr. Russell Barkley. People who need the most love often ask for it in the most unloving of ways. And I feel like that is such a huge spectrum of people who express this. It could be in really intense, 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 deeply traumatic ways. Or it can just be in small ways where it's even just passive aggressive. And just not that you need to put yourself in their shoes and just... Be deeply, deeply in their experience because you don't want to absorb. You don't need to attach yourself to them, but just simply observe and just ask yourself, wow, that is really a shame that they feel the need to talk that way to others because they feel a certain way. It's just a shame. And that's really helped me be able to not absorb and being able to not take intense responsibility because... That's where I've been before. I've taken too much responsibility of something that really isn't mine. And I'm sure uh, whoever is listening, I am 99%, 9%, 9%, 9%. I am 99.9% sure that you are an empath. You are highly sensitive. If you're listening to this podcast, I mean, good Lord, you must be connecting with some of these values and experiences that I talk about and that our guests talk about and There's no more, no more taking responsibility for others when it comes to them treating you poorly and you feeling like you need to fix that because the response is up to you, the response is up to them and what you are able to control is completely up to you. And number 10, the very last one and honestly one of my favorites is Self-respect is one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself and let yourself have. Honestly, I, that was really something I've reflected on within the last couple months. And it just brought me so much peace with, wow, I really respect myself so much that I just do not have the energy for this or I do not have time for this. And to just phrase it really briefly, I recently parted ways with someone in my life who I used to be really close with. And this decision came with so much ease and it was just so immediate. And of course, I'm not saying that eliminated the hard emotions, that eliminated the grief of that relationship. um, But wow, I just knew that when I made that decision to cut ties, I just felt so much peace so deep down in my body. And I immediately was saying to myself, wow, I have so much self-respect. I do not have time to let this boundary be broken. I do not have time to have patience for this kind of behavior. I just don't have time. And then when you have self-respect and you have deep, deep, deep self-respect, you really are honoring your energy. You're honoring your gifts and your values. I mean, good Lord. And it's not going to make everyone happy. And, you know, that was, you know, a big uh, something I really had to work on for so, so long too. I wouldn't say I was so much an intense people pleaser, but I... Definitely never wanted to cause waves, I guess, whether that was through disengaging or kind of letting things fall to the wayside or making excuses for it. And it was out of just a trauma response and something I've done And I feel like I've talked about on the podcast too, growing up where in order to not absorb or eliminate myself from, you know, this traumatic scenario or having it take over, I would just kind of dismiss it. I wouldn't really absorb into it, but it was almost to a fault where I just even wouldn't allow myself to actually confront it or to be with it and sit with it and sit with that raw nakedness of wow that really hurt that really sucked and you know it was just interesting having this experience of not only experiencing these really tough emotions where of course at the same time I did feel really anxious my cheeks were red hot with anger and I was just so so upset with hearing how this person treated someone else and like all the behavior I've kind of let slide for so long and then me finally being So resolute in my decision and feeling just this intense wave of peace within me, and really just patting myself on the back and patting myself on the heart, saying, Holy shit, yes, I have done so much work to get here, so much work to do this. And it's really, really interesting. I'm almost thinking to myself, It's like 10 years of work or decades of work to make that snap decision. That could really save you. That could save your energy, your peace, your love, your heart. And it's just so, so worth it. It's just I just highly, highly recommend doing whatever you can To build and continue building that self respect because it's not easy. It takes consistent, consistent practice. I mean, of course, I'm not done yet. I never want to say I'm done and I'm full. I would say I'm whole in myself right now and where I am. But in this path of life, I would say we are continuously on the road of breaking down and building ourselves up. And that can mean. At some point, we feel like we have chipped off a little bit because we're bringing together new parts of ourselves. We're re-emerging, we're bubbling to the surface, or we're shedding all over again. And just this path of self-respect just takes a lot of time and dedication and just making those decisions, saying yes, saying no. And again, I guess I just say this because... I just feel this so deeply in my heart and my soul and it was just a really, really beautiful gift. I realized that I've given myself and it just felt so good and even though for a little bit I have felt isolated in my decision, I just know in my heart and my soul she was very, very happy. So... Anyways, you guys, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. This was such a joy to record. Honestly, the first half I recorded at my mom's house and that's when I came across the rainbow and I just had to keep it in there. And now I am here back in LA. I'm in my PJ pants. I'm wearing my modern medium shirt and I am just happy as a clam. I feel so, so wonderful. I also finished... My first masterclass today, a few hours ago, I helped people connect with their spirit guides, and it was an absolute joy. I had so much fun. So please stay tuned for more beautiful masterclasses. Uh, if you want to stay tuned and follow along, follow me on Instagram at the Modern Medium underscore. And also, if you would like, you can go onto my website and insert your email into the contact form so I can have your email because I do always love to reach out via email to clients and to those who have, again, added their email into my system to let them know personally that I'm starting a new course or I'm creating something. I want to send updates always and get better at that. And again, thank you so, so much for listening, for sitting with me, driving with me, washing the dishes with me. It really, really means the world to me that you just turn this podcast on and you have this a part of your weekly practice or you listen to it every day. Whatever you do, you have no idea. My heart just feels so freaking full of love and bubbles and Joy and rainbows. It just, ah, I love it. I hope the love is seeping through the microphone, seeping through the speakers, because I am so deeply grateful for you. And of course, make sure to give this podcast a follow wherever you love to listen, share with your friends and your loved ones who are in on the magic. And of course, when you feel ready and feel called to book a reading with me, head to my website at themodernmedium.co. And if you are eager and have questions about my one-on-one spiritual mentorship program, you can simply book a discovery call on my website as well. All the links are also in the show notes and I have been having so much fun mentoring beautiful souls, teaching them how to tap into their gifts, hearing about client wins, hearing about clients having these beautiful experiences. I cannot even begin to tell you No one prepared me for this joy I would feel, and not that I needed to prepare for it, but wow, it is just another confirmer why I do this work. It is such a deep blessing and joy to serve you and honor you and honor this practice in this way, so I thank you, thank you deeply, and I will see you guys next time.